Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having a fantastic day. I know it's been a minute. We did take the month of October off. Um, I didn't really get an opportunity to post an update episode. However, I was back home in Minnesota for a month and a half helping my mom after she had knee replacement surgery. So we are back. We have taken a minute to catch our breath and just re-engage in doing the things and living the life (laughs) after being in the car for like 20 hours. So (laughs) ready to dive back in. So I do apologize for not being able to update you guys on that break that ended up happening. There was just a lot going on. So before we dive into today's episode, I do want to talk to you guys really quick about another episode I think you guys will enjoy. It's called Minty Dreams Podcast, and it's kind of where the artist and entrepreneur collide. It's designed to help the really creative person who is hoping to make their dreams a reality. The host, Christy, she is a musician, author, and serial dreamer. She has really amazing guests that will really just make you want to hang out with them for hours on end, which is amazing. It's full of laughter, practical advice, and artistic musing. So very similar to this podcast, minus all of the cool artists. (laughs) You can watch them on YouTube, or listen to podcasts really wherever you can get podcasts and have the amazing opportunity to hear from entrepreneurial artists in music, fashion, you know, Hollywood and so many more different areas. So again, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts and their goal is really to be helping fill your Monday afternoons with fun minty dreams. So check it out. Let me know what you guys think. I would love to hear from you. All right, diving in. So today's topic, we're actually going to be talking about signs of layoff or signs that your company might be in trouble. Uh, In the midst of COVID-19, obviously a lot of companies have done layoffs. And while a global pandemic isn't always predictable, there are still certain signs that you may start to see if your company is preparing for that layoff. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, what I have my master's degree in. And before we dive in, good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, let's dive into it here. While there is no way to be completely certain that your company is going to be doing layoffs or there are signs of trouble, unless you're obviously in HR, (laughs) there are some telltale signs, right? So oftentimes when people think about layoffs, they think, about a company just cutting a bunch of roles. And that's not necessarily always the case either. So I'd like to expand our thinking on that. It could be laying off people. It could be putting people in different roles. So repurposing positions. So for example, if a company has a software program that's 10 years old and they implement a new software program, the people who are supporting the 10-year-old software, they may or may not be able to learn this new software. So they could either train them and repurpose them into new roles as it relates to that new software, or they could do a layoff and have to hire folks who have those skill set if they're unable to train them. There's also restructuring. So maybe your company is in a little bit of a financial low, we'll say. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they have decided that they need to cut budget by $10 million. And one of the things that they're cutting is a newer marketing program that hasn't really been working very well because the company hasn't had the time to really perfect it, but they don't have the money either. So they're just going to cut it. So they could end up laying off all those marketing folks. However, what if your company also has a lot of marketing positions open and something that's, you know, tried and true, right? It's proven, it's working, it's providing a really positive ROI. So we can restructure and move those folks into those different roles. Or maybe the company has decided we don't have a marketing budget at all because we need to focus on this IT project. So, you know, half of marketing is gone and we need to now hire 50 new folks for software development. So there's different ways, right? Layoffs, restructures, job repurposing, you know, asset reallocation is kind of what HR folks might say. (laughs) So more than just layoffs is my point. And I have 32 signs for us to look out for. So let's get into them. Number one, if you are working for a company that is hiring a bunch of folks and kind of out of nowhere or left field, you hear rumors of not being able to extend offers on open posted positions. So from a recruiting perspective, if hiring is going to be halted, the first thing that is stopped is extending new offers. Because even if folks are in final interviews, if there is a budgetary concern, the last thing they want to do is be promising money to new folks who haven't even come on board yet that they don't know they can even hire and or possibly afford to hire. Um, I will tell you from a recruiting perspective, it sucks. It's like the worst email or meeting to go to and get that information. You're like, but but just one more. <laughs> Their offer is routing for approval right now if it's approved today. Uh, anyway, number two, interviewing is put on hold. So sometimes companies, if they're hiring really, really, really fast and they're going like 900 miles an hour and a budgetary concern comes up, they may just pause the offers going out so they can make sure how they have allocated their funds is how they want to do it going into the next year, for example. So if hiring slows down, and it usually does around like November, December timeframe, it's because interviewing this, so it doesn't slow down, but sometimes offers will slow down uh, around that time because they're reevaluating to make sure that these positions are part of the next year's plan. Depending on how your fiscal year is structured, this may happen in maybe June if your new year starts July 1. So it really depends on, again, where your fiscal year starts and ends throughout the year. However, if it's slowing down a month or two before the end of the year, that's typically why. But then if interviewing also stops, so not just number one with the offers going out, but also number two, with interviewing put on hold, generally that's a sign that some of those roles are going to be reallocated in terms of the headcount plan. Or uh, if the company is doing bad, right, and they're going to be doing a bunch of layoffs, they probably are going to stop all hiring. I've been through both. I've been through layoffs and I've been through restructuring. And in particular with COVID-19, interviews came to a screeching halt. So it wasn't just offers, it was also interviews. And then the company I was working for, they did their first round of layoffs, I think was like 10,000-ish. And then the second round that I was aware of, so working for giant companies, you're not always aware of the layoffs, uh, was I think it was like 30,000 at 
the contractor level. So things to look out for, right? Number three, open roles start closing or they're putting on hold or they are putting them on hold. So if you're looking at your company's career site and one day there's 327 positions open and then in a couple weeks you're like, oh, I think I want to apply to that. I'm going to talk to my manager. I'm going to, you know, get their, you know, stamp of approval, so to speak, or fill them in or let them know or ask however you approach it, right? We're all different. And then you come back and you're like, wait, wait, why is there only 72 positions? What happened to the other 300? That is something where I would be like, okay, what's going on? Uh, Number four, you find yourself with more spare time over a decent amount of time. So there are going to be times where we finish up a project and we just have a minute to breathe. Not often is my guess, (laughs) just because companies are so busy trying to do all the things, right? Um, However, if you find yourself without work to do for a long amount of time or an extended amount of time, it is likely uh, something is going on behind the scenes, whether that's a restructure, whether that is, you know, possibly signs of layoffs. I know for recruiting when COVID-19 hit, because I I was part of a layoff for that. Uh, We had probably about two, three weeks where all of recruiting was not really doing a whole lot. We were researching, we were sourcing, we were finding candidates for pipeline purposes, but interviewing was kind of put on pause while the company figured out, you know, what was going on, which is normal. I, I don't think there was very many folks who were in recruiting that were going 100 miles an hour uh, once COVID-19 hit and the market, you know, had its huge drop. I think a lot of companies were like, whoa, let's let's pause a minute. Let's figure out what's going on, right? However, after like probably two, three weeks of a pretty decent lull or low activity or, you know, whatever we want to call it, we, a lot of folks were moved around. It's like, okay, we've decided this team is not going to be moving full speed ahead, maybe 25% speed ahead. Uh, so we also want you to help this other team that is full steam ahead, right? So for me personally, I, you kind of see the writing on the wall, right? It's like, okay, the business units I'm supporting are going to hire, I think it was like 20-ish percent of the open positions. The others were closed out. And then I was helping this other team. So I'm like, okay, as soon as this team kind of has the pipeline they need, then what am I going to do, right? (laughs) So, but if you can see the path to figuring out where you're going to allocate your time, then maybe that's not necessarily a red flag. In my case, I'm like, maybe I'll help another team or maybe I'll have a lot more time to hang out with Sophie. (laughs) That's my dog if you're new. Number five, major projects being put on hold. If there is a large project your company has been working on, they have been investing time and money to make that project run and get kicked off the ground. And out of nowhere, they stop that. That's a big red flag because more often than not, if they don't finish that project, they have wasted a lot of time and money. So investments from just halting projects are pretty significant uh, or the investment loss, I should say. And if you're going to do that, that, it's likely because there's a fight, like a significant financial strain. Number six, if HR out of nowhere becomes incredibly busy and they have no time for anything and they're working like 12, 18 hour days and it is not review season. I'll put that huge asterisk on there. <laughs> that could be a sign of something. And I'll say this, I probably should have said it in the beginning. Any one of these things is not necessarily a red flag in of itself. However, several of these signs or red flags, so to speak, is more of a concern. Number seven, your company's revenue is down. Uh, Number eight, the market is 
terrible. I will say on the, I don't want to say on the flip side of the market being terrible, but also as like a, on the same side of the same coin. That's not the phrase. <laughs> It's not the other side of the coin. So it's just, anyways, it doesn't matter about the price. I will also say to be cautionary about an inflated stock market. And when I say inflated stock market, think about the economy we're in right now is people got millions and millions of people got laid off and they lost their job, they lost their income, and they had unemployment benefits that were sustaining their mortgage, their rent, groceries, whatever, right? And then those benefits, the enhanced benefits uh, went away, I think in, I want to say the end of July, I'm pretty sure the end of July, but I, I could be wrong. And then so people just had like whatever their state would provide, which is average anywhere, I think between like 250 and like five or $600 for like some of like the super expensive areas like California is probably closer to like the $600 mark. New York, I'm guessing New York City. Anyway, and the stock market as it stands like now, probably still when this is uh, released, so I'm recording this on October 21st, is doing well. However, if in the next month or two, there isn't another stimulus package passed to help most of those folks who maybe don't have savings accounts to help them with rent and mortgage and all that, we're going to see a huge, huge impact to the economy, right? When you have millions of people who can't afford their mortgage or their rent, that's a big deal. So I say that to say the stimulus package provided people money that they needed to live, right? And it kept the economy, specifically the stock market, strong. If there is not a new stimulus package, the stock market will no longer be strong. So when I say like an inflated market, it seems inflated or maybe a purchased healthy stock market. I'm not a financial person, so I don't really know the right words to say here, but I think you guys understand what I'm saying. So a really, really bad stock market or one that is being sustained by outside factors. For example, uh, the COVID-19 situation. And number nine, the banks are struggling. Um, Obviously, if the banks aren't doing well, that's like a problem. (laughs) Number 10, smaller layoffs have already been done. So oftentimes, I shouldn't say oftentimes, sometimes companies will do a little layoff and they'll do what they have to do to restructure and get back on a better course or a better path and they're done. They're good to go. And then other times, companies will do a little layoff and then things will continue to not be great. And then they'll do a bigger layoff and a bigger layoff. So it could be, again, not just one of these signs all by themselves, but a smaller layoff could be a sign of maybe more to come if things don't get better. Number 11, contractors are either being let go or when their contracts expire, they're not being extended in other situations where they would have been extended. So sometimes people will have like, let's say a six month contract, and then that person is usually extended for another six months and maybe another six months up until usually contractors can work for 12 to 24 months for one company without having to take a break. Uh, Just for legal reasons, you don't want contractors on your payroll just indefinitely because then they should be full-time employees if that is a true permanent need. However, there's other companies that say, okay, maybe you're going to do an 18-month contract for those same legal reasons I just mentioned. You have to now take a break from our company, but then you can come back. So if the contractors would have been extended in normal situations, but they're not being extended, or if you see a lot of your contractors being cut, 
that's definitely something to look at. Which is number 12. Look, I'm already talking ahead of myself. A contractor is getting cut before their end date. Uh, number 13, M&A conversations or news. So M&A mergers and acquisitions. So if there's rumors, rumblings, press releases, obviously, uh, is a little bit more official. But, you know, maybe you found in some dark corner of, of a forum, you know, hey, I heard a rumor about this. Not to say you should trust everything on the internet because God knows that is not true. But, you know, number 14, there is new executive leader. So when I say executive leadership, your C-level, your CEO, CFO, uh, CMO, et cetera, CFO, all, all the O's, all the C's, right? And then depending on how your company is structured, your next level down could be maybe it's your VPs reporting to the C-level executives, or maybe you have senior VPs, maybe it's senior directors, whatever the, the next level down is, right? So if you have your CEO, and then typically you have anywhere between five and 15 folks reporting into a CEO, I would say if you, if whatever the top two or three layers are, if there's significant change, that could mean that they may be looking at a restructure, depending on how many employees you have, right? So if you have, you know, the top two or three layers of your company make up half of your company, that third layer probably isn't going to be impactful enough for a layoff. However, if you work for a Fortune 100 company and you have, you know, those top three layers within an organization come in and maybe their vision is very different from the old or the prior executive, they may come in and say, okay, maybe I want to change one of our seven priorities for this year, which means not focusing on this project, but focusing on this other thing uh, where we don't have resources. So maybe they have to lay off uh, resources for that other priority to focus on a new one. Number 15, top level executives are jumping ship. So if you have a lot of your executive leadership, again, your C-level, your VPs, your SVPs, senior directors, again, depending on how your company words their titles, everyone's very, very different. If they are leaving, several of them, uh, that is a pretty significant red flag. Number 16, being over budget at the end of a fiscal year or approaching the end of the year being over budget. Sometimes companies will cut employees to make their budget a little bit more uh, whole, so to speak, for the rest of the year. So you may see layoffs in maybe November, December, because folks are looking at, you know, the bottom line. It's like, if we continue on this path, we're going to be over our budget by $3 million. Okay, now we need to go, you know, lay off 30, 40 people or whatever that number equates to. Number 17, there is a lot of last minute you know, all hands meetings or last minute mandatory meetings. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. <laughs> if everyone is having a lot of them, generally, if it's good news, the company will just do one big one versus a bunch of little ones. But again, could be good, could be bad. Number 18, you are less involved or less engaged in the work that you used to be really ingrained in. So obviously, if you are part of a big project and you are kind of being uh, distanced from that or pushed out of it, uh, that could be a cause for concern. Number 19, there is new tech or new information that is making your work and the job that you have less needed, right? Let's say you do all of the uh, POs, uh, purchase orders for your company, and they have now created an online system. I don't even know what that would entail, but whatever it is, it replaces basically everything that you do. That's not to say you're not going to be able to find something else to do at the company. But if there is something that replaces the work you do, you need to figure out what that something else is, right? 
Number 20, having a WARN notice posted. So WARN, W-A-R-N, it is an acronym for Worker Adjustment and Retaining Notification. It is part of the WARN Act of 1988. And basically that act requires companies with 100 or more employees to provide a 60-day calendar notice of like a layoff or if a plant is closing or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So if there is a WARN Act posted, typically you as the employee, if HR is doing things from a just being nice perspective, (laughs) typically you're going to know about your layoff before you find out about a WARN Act notice being posted. However, it's a thing. And I will say this, it does not apply to contractors. So if you are a contractor, NA, not applicable. Number 21, consultants or experts are being hired. Sometimes companies will bring in experts or consultants and uh, experts are definitely in air quotes, uh, right? And basically they are brought in to determine a very particular thing, right? So you're going to bring in a consultant to help you understand X problem or help you evaluate X issue, fill in the blank. And as a result of their expertise or consulting that work that they do, there may be recommendations as part of their summary to maybe allocate uh, resources, time, money, people differently. You could hear, so if things are changing in your company rather quickly, or if another global pandemic shows up uh, down the line and you start to hear phrases like, well, there's no changes now, but we really don't know what's going to happen in the future. That could be a very heartfelt, honest, true, genuine response. It could also be HR's very nice way of saying, but not saying that they may be working on something behind the scenes. So if you ask HR folks, if there is going to be a layoff, they are, unless the answer is truly no, they're not going to tell you no, if they have any sort of heart at all. (laughs) Which I do, I will say there are a lot of bad HR folks out there, but most of them are good. And most of us come from a really good place of just wanting to help. So they'll say, well, nothing now, but you know what the future may hold, you know, something along those lines. Number 23, if there is a decrease in resources, right? So decrease in money, you know, the amount of time allocated to something goes down, the amount of people allocated to a particular thing or initiative goes down, whatever it might be. Resources are not just one thing. It's not just money. It's money, time, people, you know, all the things. 24. If your company starts to give you less of the goodies, so to speak, uh, or extras. So sometimes you have uh, really awesome companies that will be like, we have, you know, fully stocked fridge full of, you know, fancy water and super cool granola bars, or I don't know, I don't even know what the cool kids eat and drink anymore, but whatever it is, and that's in the fridge. And maybe you start to see, oh, wait, they're not really restocking this quite as much as they used to. That could just be someone is like slacking at their job. So. I will say again, just one of these things in of itself is not a huge red flag. (laughs) 25. Rumors. So rumors are what they are. And I will say... They usually come from somewhere. So take it for what it is. Yeah. (laughs) At 26, if you start to see security guards in places that they're not normally. So oftentimes if companies are doing uh, big layoffs and they expect people to be really upset, they will bring in a security guard or few extra security guards to 
be in the area that they're having the conversations and just to make sure, like just to make sure things don't get out of hand. So if there is, you know, a few security guards outside a particular area and you've never seen them, there could be an actual security concern. So I wouldn't um, approach just out of sheer safety, like they may be trying to contain something that you don't know about, or if they're there and they're scheduled to be there, it may be signs of just keeping potential upset folks from getting out of hand. 27. If HR has a whole lot of boxes, <laughs> and this, it sounds just really just blunt and to the point, which is kind of what we do here. And I know y'all know that. But yeah, if there's a bunch of boxes, typically if you're going to get laid off and you have a desk and you're a full-time person and you have things at that desk, you're going to need a box to take your things home and 28. If there are a lot of leaders that are being pulled unexpectedly into quote-unquote planning meetings, right? So usually, again, at the end of your fiscal year, whatever that is for you, maybe uh, if your fiscal year starts January 1, uh, November, December, generally, maybe you uh, October 2, usually leadership will be going to planning meetings to figure out headcount and budget and all the things, right? However, that's typically scheduled. If it is... April and your fiscal year starts January 1 and everyone's being pulled in last minute to planning meetings and other things are being canceled. Obviously, there's something going on. Not to say it's layoffs, but something's going on. 29. Hiring comes to a halt in a particular location. So if you work for a company that has a bunch of different locations, I worked for a company that had, I think, seven and kind of out of nowhere, uh, we stopped hiring in Ohio. I'm like, well, that's weird. And like, I didn't really think too much about it. And then like, obviously a few weeks later, more things happen where I'm like, oh, I think I know what's going on. But eventually, probably I think six months later, we announced that that entire location was being shut down and they were uh, moving the headquarters from Ohio to another location which leads really well into number 30. If your company is going to relocate their headquarters, not necessarily meaning layoffs are for sure happening. However, depending on what the requirements are. So some people in a particular like location may have to be on site for their job and others may not. So some folks may get to work remote. Some people may be offered the opportunity to move and then some people may just be laid off. Number 31, your autonomy is being kind of reeled in, um, or to, let's just call it what it is, taken away, right? <laughs> um, never a good thing, always feels terrible. And it could be a sign of something going on with your company. It also could be from a personal development perspective and professional development perspective, something you're doing wrong, you need to work on and fix so you can get that back. So kind of two sides to that coin. I think that's the right way to say that phrase. <laughs> If you're new here, phrases are my thing. If you've been here for a minute, you know this. <laughs> All right. In number 32, there have been reports posted to external communities or comments made on online posts. And again, I kind of mentioned earlier, not everything you believe on the internet is true. It's not fact, as we all know. And uh, sometimes people will have, you know, that insider scoop and they will share that information before it's really intended to be public knowledge. So again, worth reiterating, one of these things all by themselves may not be a red flag. Several of these things definitely 
definitely something to look out for and kind of just pay attention to. If you see uh, several of these 32 items happening at your company, maybe just being you know, the proactive planner in me, uh, I'm probably updating my resume. I maybe am not applying to jobs, but maybe I'm just going over to Indeed, LinkedIn, whatever your, you know, preferred website is saying, hey, what does the market look like? Is there a lot of my jobs available right now? You know, if things do go bad, what does the market look like, right? And again, I'm not saying you should jump ship. I'm just saying I'm a planner. So those are things that I probably would do. <laughs> if you are not a planner, you do you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so very, very, very much for taking the time to listen to the episode and support the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you have a question or topic you want me to cover, reach out, let me know. You can find more information in the show notes over at StephDennis13 and of course below in the show notes um, within whatever app you're uh, listening to right now. If you want to learn how we can work together, resume reviews, career coaching, you know, whatever might be interview prep, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information there. If you want to support the show, you can do so by visiting the merch store. Some fun merch is up there. You can also make a donation, PayPal, Anchor. If you are enjoying the show, please take a minute, leave a rating and or review for the podcast. It really does help others find us. And I love reading them. And some of your guys' screen names are hilarious and they bring me pure joy. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has done that. Uh, you can find me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, StephDennis13, Instagram over at Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.